Hey, all you traders and investors out there. Thanks for joining me once again. This is Trade Doc on Eye on the Market going over a broad 32 ETFs that we can find opportunity in. Uh, today is October 13th, 2019. It's a Sunday, uh, 8.30 a.m. I woke up early this morning and I had to do a couple things. So... Luckily, got a jump start on things, and um, this week I opened up a few trades, uh, nailed like a nice setup that I had in FCX, so I am looking into metals and mining, and uh, they got, they kind of pulled away on, on Friday a little bit, the whole sector, uh, I had bought some calls on Wednesday and sold them on Thursday for like a 30% profit, but you know, Friday FCX goes up another 7% or something like that. Um, as far as oil, haven't done any trading in oil for the last couple weeks. Do notice that it's kind of trending up from last week. Last time we looked at it, I was saying I didn't want to be bearish on oil or rather be bullish, but Rather, be, rather let it run up a little bit before becoming bearish again. See it test some new highs, not new highs, but some higher levels from where it was. Other than that, um, FXI, which is China, I've been looking for that to get resolved. Getting long in China and in India. Don't have any trades in India. Had closed them, but looking to get long again in there so the market overall kind of made a bullish move this week um, especially like the, at, towards the end of the week i believe but we'll go over the charts and look at that together um so yeah it's it's fall season you know there's going to be more volume hopefully in the market so we'll see some volatility maybe die down because looking for yield so without further ado let's get into it this is trade doc on a broad 32 etfs and first up we got uso uso was up two percent on friday Translated to oil futures, that's about 40, I mean 54.91, almost 55 where the, there's a support resistance level. Um, if it does surpass the 55 and moves up to the 57.50, that's where I'd like to place my short. That level's been a good short area for a while. Next is XOP, and this is looking like it could go run a little bit higher. XOP was up 2.5% on Friday. Uh, might be a good time to run on this a little bit of momentum that it's got. It could come up and retest the 25s. So that's XOP, the oil and gas explorers. So could retest there maybe even make some bullish structure and really and come back up to the 30s but the structure could be just continuation 
If it is a reversal, then we'll be seeing the 30s. But more likely, this could run up to like 24 and still be have some bearish momentum. Next is OIH, and those are all services. They were up 4.5% on Friday. So they have, they're more of the bigger movers where the oil services kind of like this. There's a lot of momentum left to go up. Moving averages are crossing over, so we can see oil and the oil sectors move back up. So I wouldn't mind being maybe even trading OIH on the long side, or at least some maybe like 10, 10 to 20 deltas, maybe even 30 deltas. 30 deltas long. It's kind of looking good for a bullish play or at least some consolidation beneath 14. Next is UNG, that, that's natural gas, and they've taken a hit ever since like the middle of September. For the last couple of weeks, they've just been moving down. It's been four weeks ever since they reached their highs of 23.50. Now we can probably see a bounce here in... Uh, Natural gas, even a little bit of consolidation, retest the 20s. Right now they're at 19.03. Next is XLE. XLE is looking bullish again, looking like a bounce. Consolidation type play. It might retest the range of 60 to 62. Right now they're trading at 57.89. So that's pretty good for the market seeing that energy is going up. Next is XLU. XLU is making this bullish structure like a triangle. It can kind of move either direction, but in this case, I suspect it will probably move down, which will move the rest of the market up sharply. So XLU could come down to retest the 62s, even the 6150s. Definitely looking like a consolidation trade, which with very low deltas, saying centering at, at the 30s, at the 63s. Kind of like that trade. And I'm looking to place trades this week, so uh, I'm going to be doing four times the amount of, uh, of volume that I have been doing just because. I've had some funds, now we got some direction, now we know where the funds are going to go. And an XL, next is XLI, and they were up 1.8% on Friday. They're kind of trading this channel, and it looks like they want to move to the top of the channel, so they could go up and past the 80s. So the market's looking pretty bullish. Next is material sector. Material sector is trading... At the higher range of the channel has been trading, it could decide to move up, but I think more sideways movement in XLB materials. Next is the mining sector, XME, and mining, that's where I'm looking for it to break this, this wedge that has been trading in and break above the 27s. Right now it's at 26.14. They were up 2.5% on Friday. 
so I can see some more long-term I mean, XL XME I'd rather be long than short next is a trade that I opened up on Friday which is MJ MJ in this trade is just an extreme sell-off pretty much across the boards right now it's trading at 1865 we bought it at 1870 so we'll see where it goes mostly um, put verticals the volatility was very high and I bought some stocks so just holding that long they do have a dividend so don't mind that maybe sell some stocks against it maybe if it goes to 24s like around there Next is XBI, and XBI looks like it's might be done with the consolidation. It's, it has been in, but it had a slight breakdown, kind of making a double bottom here. So could see it as long as it stays above 74, 75. As long as it stays above 75. I think we could see this bounce as well. So markets might be ready to make a rip up. Uh, next is XLV. XLV moved up 0.8% on Friday. Just like XBI, this might be, may, may not be done its consolidation. It looks like it could retest the lower levels one more time before moving up. Next is XRT, which is a retail sector. And the retail sector is looking bullish, kind of consolidated, tested the bottoms. So you can see some more trading between the 44, let's just call it 44 and 41. Right now they're at 42.50. Next is XLP, which is consumer staples. Consumer staples have been strong like for a while. They're not at the highs, but the trading has been narrowing in the range. So you can see this move down, but I have I have a suspicion it might be moving up with the rest of the market. So this could be strong for a lot of the markets. I feel like it's gonna be a rip up just because it's been consolidated for a while. Next is XLY. XLY is at 120.59. They're up 1%. They're trading in the middle of the range. Could come back up above 125. Next is SMH. That's semiconductors. Semiconductors are up over two and a quarter percent on Friday. Um, as far as like the volume. On this one, I'd be more of a buyer at the one below 120. Right now, it's at 122. Looks like there's more volume and support at the 120 range. Right now, they're trading at 122.50. Next is IYR. That's the real estate sector. Real estate has been strong, and it just could continue to drift up. It's right now. It's still below that. 5% area, 
I mean, real estate has just been very, very good trade or just a very good hold to just hold. Because, see, since started off the year at 82, just holding it. You know, there's some a little bit of volatility, but from 82 to 92, with all the dividends in between, it's not a bad trade, and could that's a good covered call scenario there. Next is F uh, XLF, and that's those are financials. Financials again making like a bullish structure. It could retest the 27s, but the structure is more bullish than bearish. Next is another one that I had opened up short on Tuesday. And made that happen kind of. And then went long on Friday because of the deep sell off. So on this position, I kind of neutralized it, put a little bit of positive delta just because I don't think it's going to keep on screaming down. It'll probably consolidate around the 42 area because that's a good support area was my trade and it was just the ABC extreme sell-off pattern. So kind of nailing this type of trade. So if it kind of stays and consolidates between the 44 and the 40s, then I'll be all set. But it's just an extreme sell-off here. So in the bonds, yeah, I like to be short bonds and long real estate. But here, I'm kind of short bonds, but not all the way short. I'll be short below the 135s. As soon as this structure consolidates, then you know I'll continue to trade TLT. Next is GLD, and it was down 0.5%, and GLD fell below 1,500 on Thursday. So we were seeing that, we've seen that coming. So as far as gold, haven't traded in a while. So not doing much there, not getting caught up. Next is GDX. These didn't open up for me, but I did want to be short GDX in the middle of the week. Just didn't get any fills. And then sure enough, Friday, they're down almost 4%. Next is SPY. And this is SPY S&P 500. So again, looking bull bullish. And you can come down and retest the, the 290s again. Even if it goes down to 280 or 285, 284, it's still bullish. So here, as far as like the timing goes, we should see some volatility, some down movement early in the week. But I'm pretty sure we'll finish off the week higher than where we are today. Next is QQQ, and they were up one and a quarter percent on Friday. You know, most of the movement happened like in the before the market opened and then it kind of consolidated the Friday looking at this chart I'm saying it looks like Friday kind of consolidated at the highs didn't really move around much but 
the market moved up on the overnight. Uh, mostly England, China moving the market. But as it's looking, yeah, mostly the, that's what it looks like. So here it looks a little bit overbought at the moment, but it doesn't mean that it'll get sold off. We should see some volatility, maybe a, a drop of, of even 2%, still making it bullish. Next is IWN. IWN is coming right back into my box, so I should have put some trades on. But like I said, I'm looking for trades and I'm seeing confirmation throughout all the charts here. Next is UVXY, which is the VIX, and it keeps on dropping. So, like I said, since of the steep sell-off, we should see the volatility move up again. So, there should be a little shake in the market this week, maybe even early in the week. Uh, <clears throat> before we see a little bit of an explosion, I'm feeling... Next is FXI, and FXI is coming into into my range a little bit like you call it overbought. You can definitely call it overbought, but let's see FXI. I wasn't as aggressive. I bought calendars instead of selling put verticals. And now it kind of moved hard over the week. You can definitely buy some more calendars or some butterflies. As far as like the verticals, I don't like buying iron condors off, selling iron condors all at once. The risk rewards not for me, but FXI bullish. It could be it could move up. I just don't want it to move up very high. I'm mostly centered around the 22 uh, 42s, and they're trading at 41.33. So I like to suck up a little bit more theta in that area, hang out around the 42s before moving back up. Just right now. Volatility is high, so what it did is it, 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 well, because I have calendars, when the volatility moved up, I mean, when it volatility, I, I, I bought the calendars at high volatility. Now that the volatility is coming down, the calendars haven't really gained anything, you know what I mean? If I would have bought it at low volatility, See, that's why I should have, what I should have done is, is sold the puts at the high volatility. Because now I bought calendars at the 42s, you know, while the stock was at 39. So really cheap calendars. But since, since the volatility has moved down, the calendars haven't even come in. They're not worth anything yet. They're, I'm down. I'm down two bucks, you know, it's, but 
let's say I I have the November 1st and November 8th and I gotta wait pretty much till I guess that's not bad until the week of the 25th for it to actually come in. Not this week, next week. If it hangs out around here, but if it moves up, which I think it will, then I gotta uh, probably buy calendars now. So those are just things that I observed. Should have sold the puts. Usually I sell puts and buy calendars. On this case, maybe the put I didn't I didn't make any put orders, but FXI. Seeing this consolidate or move up. Next is INDA, which is India. India is looking like it's ready to move up as well. So it's hard to trade. There's not a lot of liquidity in it, but I would like to be long deltas most of the time, especially now with confirmation. It's just maybe there could be liquidity. A little bit, a little bit of volume. So, see if we can get in there. Next is RSX, which is Russia. Russia looks like it's more ready to turn up as well. And they might even be able to break their highs of 24.64. So, this is another one. If there was liquidity in it. kind of like that's what I've been looking for most of the time just liquidity because and there's a lot of open interest but the volumes just not great see some large orders there so those are that's the type of, of trading that there is and I kind of like that trading and RSX was up a half a percent the next is EFA and they just ripped up one and three quarters percent on Friday so you know, kind of double bottom uh, structure that I expect the, the rest of the market to do looks like EFA which is the eurozone is a little bit ahead on structure wise so, good indicator. Next is another one that's coming in as well, is EEM. And that's up, was up one and a half percent. So, I've been down on the position for a while. Uh, let's see what it is. Oh, so I did sell put credit. credit. So this sell put verticals in EEM, so that's why they're coming in. So EEM might just wait for it to expire, but traded this trend line even though it was down. 
it went all the way down to 40 actually it wasn't that bad down to 40 you know I sold the 4150s and, and now they're at 4170 next is EWW and EWW is Mexico and they're looking like looks like the market caught a bid across the all market so seeing it this broad that's a lot of money that just came into the market on Friday that goes to sell you something, so what we got looking forward to. Another one that I have structured similar to the XFI is EWZ, and I think I need to sell more for verticals in here. Right now, I have a consolidation trade between the 43s and 41s. Need to hold there for of the week. Yep. Just another week. So I'm not, I'm pretty good right there. But definitely gotta put some trades in for the future for the explosion above 43. And I wouldn't mind selling the 45s even for EWZ. Maybe like the long term 45s. Mm -hmm. It's not bad, but definitely it's trading season. So thanks for joining me this week. I'm going to take a look at this and finish up. Uh, let's see. Got a couple more minutes, so let's look at a trade in EWZ. Let's say we create a calendar using we buy the November 29th and sell the November 15th, the 45s puts. 45 put calendar selling. It's not great. Selling the November 15th and buying the November 29th. And the risk reward is not there. We're risking 34 to max profit of 40. Let's try with the calls. We're risking 28, max profit of 60. So that's a better trade using the calls for the calendar. Um, probabilities of profit are more like towards the twenty-five percent. Not, not that great. So, for 28 for 28, you can probably 28 for 60. You can probably double take like 40 for profit. Now, if we do just a normal one instead of having it that wide, we just have it one month behind. Uh, a month, a week. So just a week. So that it'll be like a tighter calendar. 
will be sell on the November 22nd and buy the November 29th. Risking 20, max profit 40, and we're selling the 45, so I don't like it. Let's see if we sell the 43s. With 17, max 46, that's even better. How about the 44s? You know, if we're selling 45s, then we want a good a good reward for that. So 44s, risk of 16, max profit of 47. So I like that, the 44s. And we sell the high ball verticals, which would be at have to be November 22nd. The 45s. 100 wide. We're risking 64. Max profit of 62. Uh, there's no risk to the upside. With, with uh, a gain of 63. Yeah, the risk reward isn't that good. It's like a 50-50 for selling the for selling the, the calls. Say we buy the calls, we're risking 40 to gain 60. It's better to buy. It's, better, it's just better to buy a call vertical than it is to sell.